Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Malamdim, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Hey. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Yosef Lei Ben Shmaryohu, whose yard site is today on the 23rd of Yor, and Lilu Nishmas, Yentefrad Al Bas Rabbi Shuaye, Harine Kapos Mishkova. And for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Bas Yekela Bas Amalia Malka, Sri Shalom Ben Rita Beverly, Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Ruven Mordechai Ben Chana, Dvoiregila Simcha Bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Soralea Bas Chava Liba, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira Chana Bas Sora, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, David Leib Ben Shena, Shlemenisa Ben Mazel, Rivka Bas Yentamachla, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechla, from David ben Chana, Hindachasa bas Chana, Sora Gittl bas Chana Riva, Miriam Esther bas Sora Gittl, Chaim Aryeh ben Brocha, Chaim ben Rachel, Toivo bas Chava Perel, Idis bas Miriam Breindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Gittig and Endel bas Sipoira, Levalea bas Sipoira, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chayaliza, Avigalana bas Yispendel, Sorochel bas Yispendel, Yehudis Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Gila Bas Brocha, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Lea, Yisrael Ben Chanalea, Yelet Shoshana Bas Chanalea, Yanagoda Bas Chanafega, and Shimon Eliezer Ben Rachel. The Serich Shach of Yisrael. We're still continuing based on chapter 34 in the Kutim Maran, and now Rab Nosanzal takes us into the topic of Kriyashma, showing how the Kriyashma corresponds exactly to the procedure that Rabbeinazal defines in Torah Lamedalit. V'zeh b'chinas kriya shma, shma Yisrael, Hashem alukeinu Hashem echod, zeh b'chinas oyer hanekudak doisha, sheyesh b'chol echod mi Yisrael. The kriya shma, the shma, represents that light that, that's found in each and every single Jew. Ki iker kedushas hanekuda, because the real holiness that's found in each and every single Jew is our emuna, our faith in Hashem, which is the foundation of everything. Because emuna is the most important holiness and represents encompasses the entire Torah, as it says in Tehillim, Kol mitzvoy secho emuna. All of the mitzvoys <coughs> are emuna. All of the mitzvoys are a display of our faith in Hashem. All the mitzvahs increase our faith. The performance of the mitzvahs increases our faith in Hashem. Vehi iker hanekudo shel bechinas tzadik. And emuna is the most important aspect of what makes a person a tzadik. A tzaddik lives with his emunah. And we know that the, the Gemara, the Shulchan Aruch, emphasize that a person must recite Kriyashma with their mouth. The Gemara says, make sure your ears hear what your mouth is saying. 
כי עיקר אוהר הנקודה נשגבה על ידי דיבור פה דייקה כנראה. Because as we explained earlier, as Rabbi Nezal stresses there in chapter 34, the main way that this light inside of a Jew is revealed is through speech. The opening line in the next paragraph is, you will love Hashem. The Vyohafta represents that light of holy love which is found by this Nikuda that's found inside of every Jew, as Rabbi Nezal stresses over there. And these words Hashem says that I am commanding you today, make sure you have them on your heart. Rav Nosazal says, note the emphasis. Because as we explained earlier, and based on what Rav Nosazal says there, it's the, the, the mission is to attach this nekuda, this special light, from the mouth to the heart. And this first paragraph of the Shema expresses the three Nekudos that Rabbein Azal speaks about there in Likut Imran. That opening line, these words will be on your heart. That represents the total Nekuda, the Tzadik, who is called the Nekuda HaKlolius. Because Moshe Rabbeinu is the Nekuda HaKlolius. As Rabbeinu is all over there, expresses in, in Likut Emoran, on the Pasuk, these are the words that you will speak to Klal Yisrael, referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. V'zehu v'hoyu hadvorim ho'eila sh'ornoichim etzavcha yoim al-levavecha. And that's what this opening line of Kriyashma refers to, that these words which I am commanding you today will be on your heart. You will take these words, which Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who gave over to Klal Yisrael, and see to it that it should shine into your heart. To draw that total nikuda, that light that represents a composite of all the light of all of Klal Yisrael, which is the light of the tzaddik, you'll draw that into your heart. Then, once you received it from the tzaddik, now you'll share it with your children. This represents the second Nekuda that Rabbi Nezal speaks about there on Likudimran. Bechinas Nekudas HaChaveirim, the Nekudas Chaver, the aspect of Yiddishkeit, which involves interaction between friends. Shemekablen Dein Mendein, where we receive from each other. As we ex- and as we explained earlier in this Halacha, Shehanekuda, Shemeyer Levonov, Hubechinas Nekudas HaChaveirim, that this light that a father passes on to his children represents the Nekudas Chaver, 
the father first received from the tzaddik, and now he's passing it on to his children. That's Nekudas Chaver. And then the Pasuk says, Vedibarto Bom. You will speak about the you will speak these words. This refers to the third step, whereby a person needs to speak and their words should enter into their own heart. That a person has to speak to themselves in order to to shine that nekuda, that holiness that's inside of the person, to shine it in, inside oneself. So in this opening paragraph of Kriyashma, we see all the three steps that Rabbi Nezal speaks about there in Likutei Moran. Ki Kriyashma, hi bechinas oir hanekuda, because Kriyashma, represents this light of the Nekuda that Rabbi Nezal speaks about over there in Likud Imran, Shehu Etzem HaKedusha, which is the essence of holiness, Shehi HaEmuna, which is faith. Ki Iker HaKedusha, Hi HaEmuna, because the real holiness of Yiddishkeit and of a Jew is one's faith. Any questions? Now Rav Nosenthal is going to go into a very, very important point based on that chapter in the Kutiram. Paragraph of Vizehu Bishiftacha Bevesecha Uvelechtacha Vaderech Uvishapov Komecha. We stress in the Kriyashma that this process has to take place in a variety of different arenas. When you're sitting at home, when you're traveling, when you're sleeping, when you're waking up. This is related to what Rabbein Azal stresses there in that chapter in Kutimran, that the main tikkun of a person is dependent on the person connecting to the nekuda that's related to their heart at that particular time. And regarding this, there's a lot to say and there's a lot that, that needs to be explained. A person who wants to follow this statement of Rabbi Nezal, <coughs> and to look at this really honestly, that person will be able to come close to Hashem and to remain close to Hashem always, permanently, wherever the person is, wherever the person is, and no matter what's going on, no matter what the person is going through. Tomid Yesh Eze Bechinas Nekuda Toivo 
שיוכל לדבק את עצמו להנקודו ההיא השייך לליבוי בועס הזויס דייקו. Because always, always, no matter where a person is, is, no matter what level they're on, no matter what they're going through, the person, it is possible. There is a nekuda toiva, there is an aspect of Yiddishkeit that the person can connect to and thereby connect to the nekuda that's shy to their heart at that particular given moment. And if a person will look carefully and search well, the person will be able to receive from the nekuda that's re- relevant to their heart at that given moment, at that given time. And through this, everything will be repaired. And he's going to clarify this now. Because this is something that we see in real life. You definitely cannot compare the way a person serves Hashem on Shabbos or on Yantif to the way a person is serving Hashem during the weekdays. On Shabbos, there's no tefillin. We wear special Shabbos clothes. We're eating special Shabbos foods. And it's a whole different schedule. We go to shul according to the Ramah. People are allowed to sleep a little bit later on Shabbos than during the weekdays. All kinds of differences, major differences. No telephones, no cooking, no cleaning, no so many different things about what's going on on Shabbos than what's going on during the weekdays. And so too, you cannot compare the way a person serves Hashem when they're at home to the way a person serves Hashem when they're traveling. Because most definitely, by most people, they cannot study Torah they cannot maintain their full Torah schedule. He's talking here about a person who spends quality time when they're at home. At home meaning when they're not traveling, learning Torah. And when a person's traveling, in Rav Nassim's days, traveling in horse and buggy, there was no way to be able to keep up all of those Siddharim the same way. There are people today who when they're at home, they find it harder to learn because of all kinds of interruptions and distractions, telephones and everything. And when they're on a plane, when they're on a 12-hour plane ride and they can't use their phone, they can get more learning done then than they can in a week at home. So there are differences. Avalafal came. however, even though a person cannot maintain the same schedule when they're traveling as when they're not traveling, a person cannot say, I'm traveling now, so I don't have to be religious. I don't have to learn Torah at all. But rather, when the person is traveling, the person has to connect himself to the nekuda that's, that's relevant to his heart at that particular time based on what he's doing at that time. 
And when a person's home, when a person's not traveling, the person has to connect to the nekuda that's shy to their heart then. person's traveling, let's say, he'll learn two, three pages a day. When the person's at home, he can cover 10 pages, 15 pages. And so too the avoid is different by day and by night. A person has the way he connects to Hashem by day. In Shachris, we put on talis and tefillin, and the davening is an hour, 60 minutes. Mayrev, mincha mayrev, a whole different thing. No talis, no tefillin, and, and it's 30 minutes, 20 minutes. In some places, it's, it's even less than that. And this is what the Torah is teaching us. When Hashem says you will speak words of Torah, you'll connect with Hashem in all of these different environments. At home, when you're traveling, when you're sleeping, when you're getting up. Because a Jew always needs to be speaking words of Torah and words of Yerushalayim. And to attach himself to that connection that's relevant to his heart at that particular time, based on what's going on then. Whether the person's home, whether the person's on the road traveling, whether it's day, whether it's night, because as it says in Kohelas, there's a time for everything. For every, everything. And this is another meaning to this Pasuk in the, in the second chapter of Tikkun HaKloli, chapter 32 in Tehillim, where we say, this is what every chosid, every true righteous person has to pray to Hashem for. For what? Le'es mitzoi. To find the time. Meaning, le'es mitzoi daika. She'yizke tomid limtzoi hanekuda kefi ho'es v'azman. I should be able to find the right connection to Hashem based on the time. Based on the particular time. Because it definitely it's, it's very difficult for a person to be able to know this in every detail. To know exactly what's the best way to connect to Hashem at this particular given moment. But rather, a person has to always believe, wherever they are, whatever times they're going through, whatever level they're on, or whether the person's going through an aliyah or the person's going through a yirida. Even if the yirida is a serious yirida, a person's experiencing a major fall in their Yiddishkeit, 
the person must always realize and believe that there definitely is now a nekuda, a, a connection that's relevant to my heart right now by which I can connect Hashem. Whereby I have to grab onto that particular rope, that particular nakuda that's relevant to that time. I don't have a head for learning Gemara now. I don't have a head for that. So do something else. Read a story. There's this always something that a person can connect to. And by a person realizing this, and the person must connect to the right nakuda for that given moment. There are times when I can connect to a thousand watt bulb, and that's my connection. There are times when I need to connect to a ten watt bulb. But to connect, always to connect, to make sure I have that connection, to never leave Hashem totally, chas v'shom. There's that posik, Rav Nosan Sal quoted it earlier, I believe, achastiv v'loi arpenev, I grabbed on to Hashem and I won't let go. Hashem, I'll never let go of you, no matter how far down I fall. I know there is a way to connect from everywhere at every time. By, through this realization, by following this path, a person will be able to receive a tikkun wherever they're at. And this is something a Jew has to invest a lot of tefillah and a lot of begging Hashem. This is something that every Jew who wants to be chosid, who wants to be really righteous, has to daven for. For what? I should be able to find the time. I should be able to find the connection at every single different given time. The connection that I have at 4 o'clock in the morning and the connection, the different connection that I have at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The connection that I have on Simchas Torah, the connection that I have on Tishabov, The connection that I have when I'm celebrating a Simcha, a wedding, a Bar Mitzvah. The connection that I have when I'm sitting Shiva. Le'es Metzoi Daika to find the time, to find the connection to Hashem at every given time. And this is really what Hispoidus is all about. Speaking to Hashem on a personal level, which Rabbeinazal told us is so, so important. And now Rabbi Nosenzal is going to address something that many, many people ask me about all the time. Because a Jew must always spend a lot of time speaking to Hashem, in your own words. Because people who try to do this will find that always, always, it seems to them like I can't. I, I, I can't talk to Hashem now. I don't have what to say. I don't know what to say. 
my heart is closed. And Rav Nosson writes, as is known by all people who try to do this, the reason why the person feels that way, it's coming from the person's Averos, from all the sins that we've done, all the bad things we've done, those things attack us. When a person wants to speak to Hashem, those things attack and say, you, don't, you can't talk to Hashem. They try to convince the person that they can't talk right now. They don't have what to say. They, they try to block the person. There's a posse, your sins serve as a barrier between us and Hashem. And they try to hide and cover up that the light of the Nekuda that's relevant to the person at that particular time. What that person should be talking to Hashem about at that particular time. And therefore it seems to the person that right now, I, I don't have what to say. I can't, I can't talk. But the truth is that it's 100% not true. This is only the work of the Yetzirah that tries to make it seem like you don't have what to say, you can't talk, etc., etc. Because if a person is going to say that, if a person is going to show that kind of attitude, It'll always seem to the person that way. That my, I don't, my, my heart isn't in, in the right place right now. I can't, I can't really express myself to Hashem. And the person will never speak to Hashem. That there doesn't exist, a person has to be firm and realize and believe that there definitely is no time in the world that I, I cannot connect to the Nakuda that's shaykh to me right now. There is an akuda, there is a rope by which I can grab on to Hashem right now. Alkain, who tzorich lehiskaber ma'oid. Therefore, a person has to try very hard, ledaber, to talk, kefima sheyuchal, to whatever degree they can, whatever they can say. Rabbi Nezal says, you don't have what to say? <coughs> say, Say it a thousand times. Say, Hashem, please help me. Say, Hashem, Say it a thousand times. You don't have new words? Repeat it. Try it. Just keep saying it until you'll break the satan, until you're going to shatter that glass and your heart is going to open up and you're going to hear words coming out of your mouth that you never imagined that you'd be capable of speaking like that. And to search and seek through the words you're speaking, you're searching and seeking to connect to your holy nakuda at that given moment, to connect to your neshama, to connect to you. 
ואם יסחזק ויסמץ לפתוח פיו בעל כורחו לדבר תמיד, and if a person will force the issue, if a person will press to open their mouth against, against your will, like, you know, things are telling me inside, I can't do this, it's not the time, I shouldn't be doing, I don't care, I'm going to do it anyway, to always speak to Hashem, Hashem will definitely help the person, and Hashem will open the person's mouth and the person's heart, so that the person will always be able to connect to the nekuda that's relevant to them at that particular moment. And this will result in repairing everything. Those, those four or five words, Rabbi Nosson Zal saying it a few times. That's a very serious statement. He's giving a person a guarantee, if you'll do this, if you're going to do this right, you will fix everything. Everything can be repaired. Rabbi Nosson Zal says there's a lot, a lot more to say about this. However, it's impossible to really explain this, you know, completely. Because every person's circumstances are different, every person's situation is different. But again, he's making it perfectly clear. This applies to everyone, everywhere, in, all the time. A person who really wants the truth, a person who's look, searching for the truth, Yovin Ma'at Dvarenu Eila will understand the little bit that we've said here, and the person will be strong in this area of speaking Tashem personally, and speaking to one's friends, and speaking to one's rabbi, Tomid, all the time, no matter what, no matter what. I remember there were times when a person was in a very, very bad situation. And I told the person, you need to call me every day. And nine out of ten people didn't do it. Didn't, and, and the results showed. And there's a young man that I met about six months ago who was about to go off a cliff. And I don't mean a baby cliff, I don't mean Mount Everest, a, a, a baby cliff. I mean a real cliff to, to, to give up his eternal life, his life in this world and eternal life forever. And we had a conversation for about a half hour, 40 minutes. I met him for the first time then. 40, 45 minute conversation. And, and I, I said, uh, you, you need to call me tomorrow. But he did call tomorrow. And I think the next day I told him, you need to call me every day. And it's been 150 or 200 days other than Shabbos. We are calling every single day and, and a meteoric rise. A person who's climbing incredibly, doing 100 positive things a day, Kanainahara, you know, in many different ways. Hashem should help, should continue and get married and build a beautiful family, etc., etc. And, and this isn't Ruach HaKodesh, this is just a, 
the advice of Rabbi Nazar, Rabbi Nazar, that we are called medaber, human beings are called medaber, and, and unfortunately in this world, so much of what people talk about is nonsense, baloney, stupidity, or worse. And if a person is zeichet to speak the right words to Hashem, to a good friend, then, then the person can be saved from anything, from anything and everything. Any questions, please? We were just learning yesterday at Shalashudas. Today is Sunday morning. Rav Nosanzal spoke about the difference between Shabbos and weekday. Yesterday was Shabbos. Today is Sunday. Two different planets. So yesterday at Shalashudas, the person who spoke, spoke he, he, he spoke about chapter 147 in Likut Imran, which is related to a number of other chapters. Chapter 22, chapter 30, where Rav Nosanzal speaks about Azus Digdusha, that the Torah tells us that the worst, worst, worst attribute, character trait that a person could have is azus, chutzpah. The Gemara says, az ponem legehenem. Can't, can't express it more clearly than that. And at the same time, the Shulchan Aruch, the Tur Shulchan Aruch begins with the words, have az kanomer, that in order to be religious, in order to be Jewish, it requires holy chutzpah, azus digdusha. And that's what it takes sometimes when it comes to talking to Hashem and a person feels they don't have what to say or even talking to a close friend. When a person feels, I don't really have what to say, so what? Make that phone call. Hi, how are you? You told me to call, I'm calling, but I really don't have what to say. Good, it's okay. Still, just saying hi, hello, sometimes that alone can save a person's life. Because the Mishnah says in Pirkei Ovois, don't be a Russia by yourself. That when a person is alone, they're incredibly vulnerable to the Eight Sahara. They're per prime target for the Eight Sahara, and the Eight Sahara has unlimited means in terms of how how bad how much damage he can do to a person when the person is alone. And if a person is not alone, if a person is connected to Hashem always, always, everywhere, then the person is not vulnerable and the person can remain safe and can succeed. I remember my Rebbe, Rebbe Michal Dorf, who lost two daughters, during, two out of three of his daughters passed away during his lifetime. And his wife passed away. And he was having meals, Shabbos meals, he, he started having it alone. But, and people said to him, Rabbi Michal, how could you do that? You can't have a shit. Not allowed to do such. He said, I'm never alone. I'm talking about alone. I'm with Hashem. I'm with Rabbeinazal. And he meant it with the utmost of sincerity that his whole life has been talking to Hashem and, and being close to the tzaddik and, and close that, that I feel his presence all the time, all everywhere, all the time in any circumstances. Still, he was pressured and into having one meal with a family, and he did it, and he appreciated it. He's, he's, he felt very good about it. But again, to have that strength, that incredible strength, when a person has the right connection to Hashem, and the right connection to the tzaddik, and even the right connection to friends, when they can be connected, then even during those times when they're alone, they can survive. 
You hear about people who survived solitary. There's a, I remember maybe 30 years ago, I read the book about Sharansky, about how when he was living in Russia during Soviet Union communist times, and they put him in prison for a long time, and they put him in solitary, alone for a bit. And he, he said there that there was a day in which he said the entire Tehillim three times in one day. Again, he had the connection. He was connected. That was the Nekuda that was Shaykh Lali, but that was his weapon. He didn't have a Shas there. He didn't have the Zor- He didn't have a Mikvah. He didn't have, I don't know if he had a Talis and Tefillim. He knew that that doesn't mean I'm not connected. He made the connection that he was able to make. The Soviet Union is in the toilet. The Soviet Union went away, and he didn't go away. He made a territory soil. He became a member of the government. A member of the government. A, a major, major... How? Because he didn't let go. Because he, he, he knew this Eitzah that Rabbi Nezal says here. That there's an Akuda. You can do anything to me. You can never take away my ability to connect to Hashem. My ability to connect to the Nekuda. Hashayach lalibi bo'eis hazois. To connect to that Nekuda that's relevant to me at this moment, at this time, in this place. And this is really what the entire Torah is all about. It's about turning on, activating the light of this holy Nekuda. And therefore you'll observe, you'll see that the majority of the mitzvahs of the Torah are time relevant. They're related to particular time. Because this is a very important thing that all of us need to know, that there are different times. And a person has to receive the light, this light, based on the time. There's a different connection to Hashem in the morning than there is at night. There's a different connection during the weekdays than there is on Shabbos. But there's always a connection. And if you make that right connection, you're good. You are good. During the weekdays, a person has to receive, a man has to receive that nekuda through tefillin. And if he doesn't put on tefillin, he will not receive that light. Whereas on Shabbos and Yontif, if he puts on tefillin, he's committing a sin. He's pushing himself away from Hashem. On Shabbos and Yontif, the connection is the holiness of the day itself. Just being present on Shabbos and Yontif, you're receiving that incredible light of tefillin. Tefillin that costs $2,000, and it's a whole job, put it on everything. On Shabbos, it's automatic. No tefillin, nothing. You're getting the same light or possibly even more. On the holiday of Pesach, the way that we connect to the Nekud at that time is by eating matzah and the four cups of wine. <clears throat> Drink four cups of wine on another day, you're committing a crime. Rabbi Nezal says, stay away from wine. And if you have only a drop and only at a simcha, bigdusha. B'sukkas, alidei sukkah v'lulav. B'rosh Hashanah, alidei shoifah. And so too during all the other holy times. 
וכן אפילו המצווה הנויה גויס בכל זמן, and even regarding those mitzvahs that apply during all times, like learning Torah, for example, בוודאי אין יום דויים לחברוי. No two days are the same. ואין אודם דויים לחברוי. And no two people are the same. כי ביום זה מזמנו השם יספורך מצווה ביקור חוילן. Because on a particular day, Hashem sends a Jew an opportunity to perform the mitzvah of Bikr Choylan. A close friend is sick. And now, I have, what do I mean? I have my daily schedule. I have my learning and my... You're right. But there has to be a change. There's an important opportunity now to connect to Hashem. You're not leaving Hashem. By going out of base Medrash, you're not leaving Hashem. You're connecting to Hashem on channel 26. In the base Medrash, she's connecting to Hashem on channel 24, and here it's channel 26. <laughs> and on a different day, it's performing the mitzvah of tzedakah, giving someone money to buy clothing. And a different day, there's an opportunity to, to help somebody regarding a wedding. And so too, no two people are the same. As we saw in all the tzaddikim and the very religious people of our generation and of the previous generation. One tzaddik emphasized learning Torah more. Another tzaddik emphasized, spent much more time in davening. And one person focused on a particular mitzvah and another person focused on a different mitzvah. As we have the famous quote in the Gemara, Your father, what was his main mitzvah? What was the thing that he was most particular about? And as the Arizal writes about this, in the Shar HaGilgulim, Hakdoma Tezayin, where he writes about the different neshamas, <coughs> and depending on where a person's neshama comes from, where that person's neshama is connected to Hashem, that will determine certain different things. The Ramban, the Arizal says, was connected to the right payer of Hashem. Hashem doesn't have a body, there's nothing physical whatsoever about Hashem. This terminology is being used just so we can relate to it. The Ramban's connection was the right payer. The Rambam's connection was the left payer. And that's why the Rambam focused on halacha. That was his main thing. <clears throat> and the Ramban was also to Kabbalah. He was one of the giants on the chain of the passing down the tradition of the knowledge of Kabbalah from generation to generation. Coming from two different places, Kaviochel. And all of this is related to the nekuda that's relevant to a particular person's heart during a particular time. And so too, the learning that a person does every day is different from one from another. Today I'm learning <coughs> the Gemara Saita. Those that are learning Daf Yomi are learning Saita. Soon, at the end of this week, they're going to finish Saita. They're going to go on to Gittin. Different plant, completely different thing. Oy, the Sefer is there. 
Lahalon Yoiser Oibesefer Achalagamri. Sometimes within the same Sefer, coming to a new chapter, a different chapter that's discussing a different topic completely. Or changing, completing one Sefer and going on to a different Sefer. Rav Nosenzal points out in a different place that this is one of the important reasons why during Sfira Soimer we say Usfartem Lochem by Mimochras Hashabos. It should say Usfartem Mimochras Hashabos. Count from the day after Pesach. What, what's Count for yourself. Rav Nosenzal says there's a message here that even though a person is supposed to have friends and even a person is supposed to look at what somebody else is doing sometimes <clears throat> in order to benefit from it, in order to, to learn from somebody else's good deeds or to be motivated or inspired. But Rav Nosanal says there's also a concept of realizing that my counting is my counting and his counting is his counting. If he's a person who can learn 30 pages a day, and yesterday he was on this page, and today he's 30 pages later, and and by me I can only learn one page a day, I have to appreciate my count. I have to know that my one page could be like his 30 pages, in terms of what Hashem's expectations are for me. My $100 donation could be like his $50,000 donation, depending on where I'm at and where that person is at. And with this we understand a very important part of our tefillah every day, that towards the end of Shachris we say, Hayoim, Yoim, Rishon, Bashabes, today is Sunday, and there's a particular chapter of Tehillim related to Sunday. Tomorrow we're going to say, Hayoim, Yoim, Sheni, Bashabes, and there's a different chapter of Tehillim related to there. Each and every single day has its own distinct song. Based on the holy nekuda that's shaykh to the hearts of the entire Jewish people on Monday. Klal Yisrael has a different connection to Hashem on Monday than on Sunday. Because regarding this concept, there are many, many different versions of this, many different applications of this regarding the entire Klal Yisrael, how we, how we relate to Hashem when we're in exile, how we relate to Hashem when we're out of exile, how we relate to Hashem when, when things are going better or things are going worse. And then Biprotius regarding each and every individual person. Question, because women do not have to fulfill the time-related positive mitzvahs, <clears throat> do they have fewer opportunities to connect to Hashem according to the nekud of a particular time? The answer is this concept that women are potter from mitzvahs asay shazman grama is something that's discussed in Sifrei Kabbalah, in Sifrei Hasidus, in terms of why it is that way and how they connect. But, but keep in mind, we know that, for example, there are different opinions. There are some places that say a woman is not allowed to count Sphira. And there are rabbis that say, yes, she is allowed to count Sphira. 
And there are reasons given for both sides. And this applies to quite a number of different mitzvahs that there are different paths in Yiddishkeit. There are certain rabbis who take a certain position regarding this type of thing and are usually negative. No, they shouldn't be doing it. And there are other rabbis that say they are allowed to, that, that times are different because the Gemara says that an Isha Chashuva is allowed to do it. And there, there are Rabbonim that write that nowadays, in the past 100, 200 years, most Jewish women are not like they were two, 300 years ago, when women didn't know the Aleph base. They couldn't read Aleph base. They had no education at all. Different field completely today. So that women today do have a more active role, even regarding those mitzvahs. But in the, in the cases where they don't and the places they don't, they have their own connection. They have the Nekuda HaShayach Lalibam. There are certain things, the woman is the one that lights the candles for Shabbos. And the woman is the one who has the chinuch of the child. The first year or two that a, a child is born, she's the one that's nursing the child. She's the one that's spending the most time with that baby, the first opportunity. <clears throat> so each one has their unique connection. <clears throat> and we've mentioned many times that the Zohar Kodesh explains that a woman goes through different positions. There's a, a, there's a category, there's a situation where a woman is beneath the man, there's a situation where the woman is equal side by side with the man, and then there's a situation where the woman is above the man. Eishes chayil ateres balo. We spoke about this, ah, it's related to this chapter on the Kutimaran. Rabbein Sal here is speaking about the malupum, the vav and the dat inside of it. And the Tikkun Ezer shows that the dat represents the woman, the Shekhinah, which is a nekuda. It's like a dat. It has no light of its own. The dat can appear under the vav in Hebrew. The dat can appear side by side with the vav. And the dat can go on top of the vav, the oi sound. You have the oi sound, you have the u sound, and you have the e sound. When the dot is on bottom of the letter, and the Zohar Kodesh shows that the Shekhinah, the Malchus, the female, is a moving target. She, there are times that she's below, and that's where she's supposed to be. And there are times that she's side by side, and there are times that she takes a role of being above. And this also explains the Torah portions that we read every single week. Rav Nassim is calling it a Seder. We call it usually a Parsha. This coming week's Parsha is going to be Parshas Bamidbar. Last week, yesterday, we read Bahar Bechukhoisai. Next week, it's going to be Parshas Bamidbar. And then we're going to have Shavuos, completely different, a deviation. We go out of the parsha. we have a special Torah reading for the holiday. V'gam ha-seder nechlak l'sheva parshiois, and so too, each and every single parsha of the week is cut up into seven slices, seven sections, c- connecting to the seven aliyahs that we call up on Shabbos, keneged shivas yemeya shavua, corresponding to the seven days of the week. Hakoil this is all programmed this way in order that every week and every day of every week 
we're connecting to the exact portion of the Torah that's relevant to Sunday of Parshas Bamidbar. Sunday of Parshas Bamidbar corresponds to the first Aliyah in Parshas Bamidbar. Monday is the second Aliyah. We have the Choyk, the Choyk Yisrael, which is a, a series of learning that was developed by Mekubalim and Sadiqim previous for those people who aren't spending full-time learning, where they divide up the Parsha of the week into seven sections, what a person should read on Sunday, what they should read on Monday, so on and so forth, and also different portions in the Navi, in Ksuvim, in Mishnah. The Pasuk says in Tillim, each day communicates to the, 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 another day its words, its speech. And each night communicates to, the, uh, to another night its das. Ki hakol kefi ho Because everything is related to the time, to the particular time of the week or time of the month or time of the year. Kain nimshochim diburim elamala. And based on each and every single particular time, we, we have the diburim that are relevant to that time. During Shabbos, we're told that the, the, one of the most important emphasis in the Gemara and halacha about Shabbos is the daber dover, that you're speaking on Shabbos should not be the same as you're speaking during the weekdays. Change in topic completely. Certain topics that during the week it's okay to talk about them, and on Shabbos it's not okay to talk about them. Talking business and other things, plans for tomorrow, and each and every one of us has to put in the proper effort to be speaking the words that apply to me now, today. If I'm on a level to be learning Gemara, then I should be learning Gemara, not, not Chumash. Persons on a level to eat steak, they shouldn't be eating baby food. Persons on a level to do more, they shouldn't say, no, 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 I'm doing, you know, this, this is enough for me. In order to connect to the nakuda that's relevant to my heart at this particular time. Any questions? Paragraph Ches. And this is what the Pasuk says in Tehillim, chapter 139. The Pasuk says it speaks about days. Exactly. Hashem has created days. Hashem created many days. But to Hashem belongs one of them. So the Gemara says, V'loi echot bohem ze Shabbos. This refers to Shabbos. Shehi ikar hanekuda hakdoisha. Shabbos, in certain ways, is the highest nekuda, the holiest nekuda. Bechinas bris oilam, beini uvein b'nei Yisrael oisil oilam. As we say in Vishamru. That, 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 that Shabbos is called the eternal bris, covenant, between Hashem and the Jewish people. It's the eternal sign, something that's with us 24-7. V'zois hanekuda me'ira b'chol ha'yomim 
And this Nakuda shines during all the different days and to all the different people. Bechinas, as the Pasuk says, Golmu necha. That I, I see, I see the eyes of Hashem looking upon me. Shehem klal kol This, the beginning of this Pasuk is referring to all of mankind throughout all the generations. Kemoisham Rabbi Senusa, as the Gemara Navodesora says, al Pasuk regarding this Pasuk, that from this pasuk, which, which, where, which it says that Adam Arishon was able to see into all future generations, to be able to see all the different people that would be found in all the different generations. And all people during whatever days they're living, they have to receive the light of the Nekuda based on each and every individual day. Shehu bechinas yomem yutsaru velo yechad bohem. Hashem created days, but one of them belongs to Him. A person has to connect to the particular day that they're in at that time. Ki be'emes etzem ha-Nekuda hu echad. Because the truth is, in reality, Hashem is one. Holiness is one. It's one. It's all about one. Ato echod, we said yesterday at Minchan Shmon Esrei, Ato echod, v'shimcho echod, umi kamcha Yisrael, goy echod boretz. That Yiddishkeit and Hashem and Torah is all really oneness. Rak sheho or shemekabli mimenu kol echod, hu kefi ha'odom hu kefi ayoyim. However, the way that each and every one of us receives that light is dependent on each and every single individual person based on what's going on in their life at that particular time. However, the ultimate purpose of all of this diversity, the difference between Shabbos and weekday, and the difference between day and night, and the difference between summer and winter, all of this diversity, the tachlis of it all is one. It's all about recognition of one, Hashem, number one. That's the real essence of this Nekuda, of holiness. And this is also what it says in... T- I didn't realize. We're in overtime. We'll just finish the paragraph. Look at these words that David Amalek says. I bless Hashem all the time. His, his praise is constantly in my mouth. And, and in Ashrei, Every single day, Hashem, I will bless you. I will praise you eternally, forever. Because every day, all the time, a person has to bless and praise Hashem and to talk to Hashem, to really express completely everything that's going on in your life at that time. Because during all times, 
every day, whatever level you are on, there is that holy nakuda that's relevant to you at that particular time. There is a rope that Hashem is reaching out to you at that particular time. And you have to be smart and grab, grab that rope, grab that nakuda of that particular time. And this is also what we find by Moshe Rabbeinu, who said, I pleaded with Hashem, during that particular time, Lamar saying the following words. Look at the wording, Rav says, that particular time. To fulfill this completely. His tefillah and his pleading to Hashem was always relevant to the times, to what was going on at that particular time in his life. Because Moshe Rabbeinu represents the total Nekuda that combines, that includes in it all the Nekudos of all 600,000 Jews and also includes in it all the different times. Moshe Rabbeinu is everything. And therefore he always pointed his tefillah, directed his tefillah to the right time. To connect to the nakuda that was shaykh to his heart at that particular time, that given time. Baruch Hashem. We should be a new week, a new week Sunday, Yom Rishon, Bashabas, new opportunity to do it right, to get it right this week, to realize how lucky we are to be part of Sunday, to be part. There are people who aren't here now, people who were here yesterday and aren't here today. We're here. We're here. We have the opportunity to connect to Hashem today during Sfira Soimer, different from other times. Bezerche to make the right connection and bezerche to the Gula Shleimer of Imhe Rabbi Amen. 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 Thank you.